0: Oh, okay, okay. so uh, some fun banter before. <coughs> um, more mustache, right? So.
1: You're listening to The Dollop. This is an American history podcast where each week I, Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to person. Uh, okay, all right, not
0: great momentum Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about And also, I am uh, now referred to as the human sound effects machine
1: you're, you're too invested in your name Know what I mean?
0: What a crazy thing to say to someone It's just not something that anyone would ever say to anyone My name is my name, and I'm invested in it because it's my name
1: you're too invent. You left off the two. This explain, is explain.
0: Explain what that means. The guy who's tried to change my name to Gary for a, almost a decade. Honestly,
1: there's a great example of how you uh, you can't even have fun.
0: It was fun for a minute. I mean, the truth is that you base you goaded me into the whole thing. You just sort of conned me into it. You just started saying it, and I was like, okay, whatever. And then it became this kind of like weird connection you have to our fans, and it's just gotten out of hand. Do you understand how many times I get sent the article on Twitter? The name Gary is going extinct, and people go really sorry to hear about this. That's too bad. Not for me. Has nothing to do with me. I well, could give a shit.
1: What? Only because of the connection you've. It sounds like people are worried about you, and you can't let them in. You can't be vulnerable.
0: I'm not going to have you Gary everything. So no, we're not going to talk about it. We just go to the intro. This is the dollop.
1: I control the music.
0: This is the dollop. This is the dollop. Gary. Gareth, goddammit. This is the dollop. The dollop. Right now, you're listening to the dollop. Go to the music.
1: And called it, quote, his jam patch. Jam patch? I'm the fucking hippo guy. Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> My name's Gary. Buddy. Wait. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickly Podcast. Okay. <laughs> this is like anarchy. On a five-part confession. <laughs>
0: My on, Now hit him with the puppy. You both present sick arguments.
1: <laughs> no sleep till hippo. No
0: sleep till hippo. hippo.
1: Action part. No, I done, my friend. No. no. Rhoda, Rhoda in the court! Okay, well now the intro's over.
0: Oh god, what year is it? I'm <laughs> fucking wasted. Uh, <laughs> god, I'm shit canned. Oh. Who's your favorite Avenger? Um Frank. Mine's Mark. <laughs> I love Mark, <laughs> the guy who collects stones.
1: Gareth, we're brought to you by Helix Sleep. Uh, Helix, of course, a mattress company, which is a thing people You're talking sleep the
0: on. California King over here. You people know, sleep
1: no on it. it. They make love on it. Pardon. Um, I don't know if those are gonna be the two main that. uses. Rather, Helix Sleep is uh, a mattress that I use. That you use. Yes, we I do, sleep sir. on them. I'm a big fan. The some way some
0: of us sleep traditionally and.
1: Others don't.
0: Others sleep on their face and their eyes. They've even claimed to sleep That's on their me. eyeballs. That's,
1: I, got the, I got the face-eye one. Uh, you go to the Helix website. You take a quiz, like a two-minute quiz, and then it, it determines what what kind of mattress you should, should have. And we should point
0: out to people that this you can't fail this quiz. So for those of you who have maybe scholastic trauma, you can get through this.
1: Yeah, you can get through it. It'll be fine.
0: I failed mine.
1: Yeah. So they got a bunch of different mattresses. You pick your one. I got Dusk Lux. That's mine. Also got uh,
0: Dusk Lux, California King. Yeah. Also got some pillows. I don't want to talk about it.
1: <laughs> they got 14 unique mattresses, uh, a bunch of luxury models. They have mattresses for kids, uh, age 3 to 12. Comes Kitty. to your house in a box, yep. opens up in front of you, screams. There's, uh, it's like
0: rubbing a genie lamp.
1: It is like rubbing a genie lamp. Yeah. And what does um, it, it scream to you, sir? Hello, I'm here now. Yeah, I, my ah, new home. Sleep on me. I'm part of the family. I live here now. Uh, Helix uh, knows there's no better way to test out a mattress. Uh, that's why Helix offers a 100-night trial and a 10 uh, to 15-year warranty. to Truly it the you. best. Yeah. It's, uh, that's a pretty good deal, if you know what I'm saying. And everybody's unique. Everyone's got a different mattress that they need. Like I said, I sleep on my eyes and my ears. So uh, I, I have to both. absolutely, oh, not <laughs> okay. I don't you know sleep. how I sleep. Okay, yeah. thanks, buddy. You, you,
0: what you just said is not possible. You're sleep. too
1: critical, aren't you?
0: Well, you're making things up. You're not Mr. Potato Head.
1: Go to Helix, the website. Helix is offering up to 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our dollop listeners. Mm. Go to helixsleep.com slash dollop. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Join us. Uh, We're also brought to you in part by Squarespace. Uh, Squarespace, of course. uh, Do we use it, Dave? uh, Oh, yeah. It's a website situation. Domains, websites, online stores, marketing tools, analytics. You and I use it.
0: I would love to know if we use it for everything.
1: Oh, my God, do we? Gareth, uh, you and I both have our websites with with Squarespace. I have a website? Yeah, you do. It's magical. You can find all your tour dates there. (laughs) And also, we have uh, the Dollop website, dolloppodcast.com. Uh-huh. There you can find no swear page. free episodes. That's you can right. Find, uh, we
0: call that Squarespace.
1: Squarespace. Uh, and then uh, you can find our tour dates, which we'll be announcing new ones soon. And then, of course, our sources page, where you can source the shit out of it. So, as in they other say, words,
0: every website that we have, every one. we use Squarespace.
1: Every single one. Now, does that feel like we like them? It feels like we can't get enough of them.
0: All right, relax. Like we're. It feels yeah. sometimes like Squarespace has asked us to leave the property of their headquarters. <laughs> I want to wear their skin. All right, buddy. Let's let's go back to the computer. They,
1: yep. uh, and you want a domain? You can buy a domain. I got that. my hair extensions there. You got where you get your hair extensions? Twenty four seven customer support, which I find very very. Very important. I first enjoyed Squarespace because it was easy to use because I'm a big dummy when it comes to stuff like that. And then also it just looks great. Yep. All their templates look great, and you can find the one that's perfect for you. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code DOB to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain.
0: And when you're ready to launch, do a countdown. That's 10. always fun to count yourself down for 10. Nine. Yep, just like that. We're Eight. not going to do the whole thing. Dave, Seven. I will be doing some stand-up comedy across the greatest nation Six. in the world, the United States of America. Five. Uh, when this comes out, March 21st, Tuesday, I'll be in Lexington, Kentucky. March 22nd, I'll be in St. Louis. Thursday, March 23rd, I'll be at the Comedy Club of Kansas City. March 24th and March 25th, I'll be in Des Moines, Iowa. March 26th, I'll be at the Funny Bone in Omaha, Nebraska. Then April 12th, I'll be at the Tacoma Comedy Club doing a crowd work show. So uh, that's where I'll be chatting to people Two. in the crowd and I'll be filming it it's going to be a real fun time. Uh, that's Tacoma Comedy <clears throat> Club in Washington. Then One. the following night, April 13th, I'll be at the Spokane Comedy Club. April 14th Friday and April 15th Saturday I'll be in Bozeman, Montana at Last Best Comedy. Then May 5th I'll be in Los Angeles, that beautiful place I love living inside, at the Dynasty Typewriter. May 18th I'll be in Phoenix, Arizona at Stand Up Live. Then July 12th, New York Comedy Club in New York, New York, July thirteenth in Connecticut at the New York Comedy Club, and July fifteenth uh, I'll be in Pittsburgh doing a W D V E Comedy Fest. April eighteenth, uh, no, there's more coming. That's it. That was in August. I don't need to promote.
1: I don't that. believe any of that.
0: Okay, it's interesting that you feel like you don't believe. Not that. a word. So you don't believe I'm at any of those places. Nope. Okay. Uh also have a special called England Weed and the Rest you can find it on the All Things Comedy YouTube page just look it up and we have another podcast what's it called Stinky the pastimes. Uh, that's right. It's the pastimes. Each week, Stinky and I welcome a guest onto the show. We go through an
1: old newspaper. You're supposed to not laugh at yourself like that. I
0: mean, calling you Stinky's fun, and uh, I'm having a good time. And uh, we also have a Patreon where you can, look. He's laughing. In the Shut corner. your mouth, Luke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where you can uh, go and watch weird stuff uh, on Patreon. Patreon.com/slash.
1: By weird stuff, do you mean like turtles, fucking cans?
0: Wow. Enough. Mitch McConnell right now needs us. We don't need to... T- he see- might have passed away by the time we oh, released this episode. But we're not going to get political. <laughs> the, let me tell you something we're not going to do.
1: Crack we're not going to revel
0: in the idea of when a politician crack who is screwed shell. over tons of people is having a hard time. We're not going to do that. Either party. Look, if there, there's a time to disagree with someone's politics and it's not when they fell on their pillow necks... Good God, have some class.
1: He's a sexual being.
0: Man, listen, th- anyone with two scrotums is going to be. <laughs> December
1: 1984, Ricky Henderson is traded to the New York Yankees. They sign him to a five-year contract for $8.6 mm.
0: So he got the money. Last contract was gets, under a mil.
1: He gets the money. His uh, old Oakland teammates uh, start talking shit about his reaction to not getting the million-dollar contract. Sure. He spent the next year saying he might not play as hard and whining about it constantly. Sure. But they should have offered him a million dollars. They undervalued it. They 100% did. Uh, And so now this is the guy who's going to come and meet the New York press, who are some of the most awful people on the face of the earth. What?
0: When did it change? <laughs> when did it
1: become better? Now, Ricky never dreamed of being a Yankee. Sure. Whereas most kids, I think, playing baseball are like, well, that's the pinnacle. Mm-hmm. Ricky wanted to play football. Right. He really didn't care. As, as a kid, he idolized O.J. Simpson.
0: Same here. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, after. After the murder. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he loved the Oakland Raiders. Now, New York reporters think everyone should want to be a Yankee, mm-hmm. and uh, they make it very clear, the New York press, that, that players need to play ball because they can destroy them in the eyes of the fans. Okay. They're very, they very up front right. about that. Did I mention all white except for one at this point?
0: Hey, it's this race stuff you're doing here, it's, just,
1: it's getting a little crazy. The Yankee uniforms have a belt buckle and buttons.
0: Why belt buckles? Just... Can we not? I mean, you're the Yankees. You're giving someone $10 million. You can't fit pants.
1: The big old Confederate (laughs) trucker belt. You can open a beer on it. (laughs) Uh, So this is going to make sliding painful because he's been sliding on his chest, but now there's buttons there.
0: Kind of how, like, you sleep on your eyes and ears. I keep it real. So, yeah, so it seems it's—if (laughs) you're— The idea that you're like, look, unfortunately, you're going to have to change how you play the sport because we're married to the fashion. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, buddy, we got buttons on our... (laughs) Sorry about that.
1: sorry, what are you going to do? They're Uh, big, giant.
0: Fortunately, we put a plank of wood on the front of everyone.
1: (laughs) So he, in spring training, starts trying to learn how to slide feet first. I can't imagine signing someone for $10 million Mm -hmm.
0: and being like... Now, unfortunately, there's the button issue.
1: Well, there you go. What are we going to do?
0: There's no other way to put a shirt on. What are you going to do, just slip it over your head?
1: Yeah, it's... uh... So he, of course, in spring training, slides into a base too hard and jams his ankle and it's in a cast. Good work, Yankees. So not a great start with the new team. Um, that means he, he rehabs in, in Florida and he shows up to New York three weeks after the season has started. Okay. So the press is salivating to see him. Right. Right. They're waiting when he comes into the clubhouse the first time for the first day of practice. Um, and he just rushes past them and says, uh, quote, he
0: is fast.
1: (laughs) He says, quote, I don't need no press now, man. And keeps going. He says, he'll talk afterwards. Okay. But he doesn't talk afterwards. He just leaves. He didn't talk before his first game. When he did finally talk before his first game, they, of course, ask him how it feels to play in the outfield where greats have walked. Gehrig. Yo, yeah. Uh, Mantle. DiMaggio. Mantle. Ruth. Well, he hasn't. He's a kid from Oakland who idolized football players. He literally doesn't give a shit. Quote. I don't care about them. I never saw DiMaggio or Mantle play. It's Ricky time. Oh,
0: my God. To that, Those people, they're like, excuse me, sir?
1: I mean, no different than walking into a church and being like,
0: hey, no, Jesus. <laughs> it's Ricky time. <laughs> Cleaning your butt in the water. <laughs>
1: Woo. Give me some of that blood. So that's it. He is done in the eyes of the New York press. <sighs> Bunch of babies too. You're supposed I to mean, you're supposed to come in right. and bow yeah, down right, in right. front of the posters and kiss right. DiMaggio's poster have, and
0: he could have easily just been like, Ah, oh,
1: it's amazing. But it's, yeah. <laughs> he's, like... he's being real. He's Ricky. He's yeah. like, ah, I don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> What's it like for them to be around me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: so the press savages him. Uh the team starts poorly. They're not playing well and st- Steinbrenner. Pretty we need more buttons. Pretty quickly fires the manager. Okay. And hires a guy named Billy Martin, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> who we've already established wanted, pined for the best friendship of Ricky. Got it. I got it. Then they were forlorn for a while, and now, now they're, they're back. back together. Daddy's back. A squeakle.
1: Uh. Ricky then has one of the greatest offensive seasons in baseball history. Makes the all-star team, uh, keeps up the style. He's doing the snatch. He's now wiggling his fingers before he runs for second. Wow. Um, And then he adds.
0: Got to keep these hands loose from my legs.
1: And then he adds the pick.
0: The pick. He's picking his nose.
1: So the pick came, uh, was after Ricky would hit a big home run. So he's taking batting practice one day. And he can't hit the ball out. And an assistant coach is there, and he goes, here's the problem. You need to change the angle of your swing just a tiny bit. This today is known as launch angle. It's what everybody does. It's one of the reasons the game is boring. But launch angle, just do a little uppercut on that thing. Shows Ricky. A couple days later, Ricky's pounding pounding home runs in practice. Quote, that guy must have been like, hmm? Yeah. Quote, I was so excited, I started hitting myself in the batting helmet. I started tugging at my jersey when I started running around the bases. So he's just out of his mind excited that he is right. hitting home runs. Right. Hit himself with the head, pulling at his shirt. He probably wants
0: to get rid of the buttons.
1: So the pulling, he starts to call the pick. Okay. Because it, tra- it, it transforms from, it's an organic transformation. It goes from, I'm pulling at my jersey to... Look at this home run I just hit. I'm picking the cashmere lint off my sweater. Wow. <laughs> right? He only did the pick when he hit a home run that surprised even himself. Okay. Well, sorry. All like home it runs was, are probably a little. But, no, but when he hit, like, a really good home run. Okay. Um, the better the home run, the more picks it got. Oh, God. Jesus
0: Christ. What's He's got a lint roller.
1: Uh, so he's doing that. So Ricky also loved to play cards. Uh, he loved to take money from players, mm-hmm. uh, especially rookies. He enjoyed cheating. He would take from the bottom of the deck, and like he was cool. But he's a gambler. Um, he didn't hide it when he had a good hand. "Quote:
0: He was doing the pick." <laughs> That's a tell. I mean, he's got a tell for sure.
1: Uh, I didn't write down he said this quote, but it was one of the players. "Quote: And he always, and he was always in the third person. Ah, Ricky's got a good hand. Oh, good hand. Ricky's not going to tell you." What to do, but mm, he would fold if he were you. And is... is it's the same way he plays baseball. Right, he's but fucking it's with like, you. Inco- yeah, but it, okay, as long he's as like every him.
0: hand, you're like, wait, what? Oh, Ricky's got a good
1: one. He's just comp- He's just always uh, in your head. Uh, I got a pair of Rigs. Once Ricky was in Las Vegas at a table when a casino rep stopped by and said, singer Tony Bennett would like to come over and say hello to you, Ricky. <laughs> And Ricky said, "Quote: Tell Tony Bennett, Ricky would like to have him come over when Ricky has finished his lunch." Ricky had no idea who Tony Bennett was.
0: <laughs> third personing on this level, third personing on this level is getting a little flaggy. It's amazing. Tony Bennett. Uh, <laughs> so good. Tony Bennett was like, "What did he say?
1: <laughs> what am a, I going to be after me? he has his ham?" Uh,
0: <laughs> so Ricky said that Ricky will come over when Ricky's done eating his his ham.
1: Huh? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Tell him Tony would yeah. really like to. Oh yeah, he, yeah, he doesn't him him know uh, who you
0: are, so But all the songs I sing. huh? Come on. Never heard them.
1: But it's me, Tony Bennett. What? Yeah. <laughs> you sing your name to get people to recognize you. The Tony Why don't you sing your famous song?: Which one? There's so many to choose from. The main one.
0: everybody. Oh.
1: The San Francisco one.
0: Sweet San <laughs> <laughs> Fran, Tony.
1: Okay, so you're not Tony Bennett. Uh, I left my heart in San Francisco.
0: My name's Eugene. And uh, what I do is uh, I walk around I pretend to be him.
1: <laughs> so um, the union reps, uh, the union and the owners are negotiating a new contract. Okay. Uh, so player reps go to their teams and go, it's not going well. And we might have to go on strike, but we think once we go on strike, they'll fold really quick. Okay. So stay close. Have I made the joke
0: yet that when the players go on strike, they should go
1: steer No. Pretty good joke. I'll make it later. Um, and so the, the players reps are like, look to their teams. Like, if we go on strike, just stay close because it, it might immediately end. Don't go on vacation or some shit. Uh,. Sure enough, it lasts one day. It's a one-day strike mm. to make up the missed game. Mixed game missed game. They're like, you'll play two games tomorrow. Strike over. So Ricky uh, calls the team's travel secretary the next day, and he's like, "Is there a game?" And the travel secretary's like, "Yeah, it's in three hours." Mm. And Ricky's like, "Oh, I'm in California." Okay.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> Ricky's in California. <laughs> Can Ricky get a Learjet?
1: So the Yankees find him $24,000 when he gets back, wow. and Ricky makes it known he is offended, and this could affect his play.
0: <laughs> Ricky might be off. <laughs> Ricky might play $24,000 worse.
1: It's interesting because I see his perspective. His perspective is, uh, well, that's his only power, right? That's, his, that's sure. his labor. So he's doing what the business is, which is, well, I'll withhold my labor if you're not gonna treat me. He's literally Yeah, but they were like, don't go anywhere because this might be. Over I know. Fast. No, he totally yeah. fucked up. But I, I understand his mind as far as Yeah, but like, if you
0: pay someone ten million dollars, you're like, dude, look, just yeah. play well.
1: Well, I don't know. Uh so <sighs> this is in the press. Obviously it makes him look bad. Especially that's probably pretty fair about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> especially at the time. So this is a time when um you know, free agency has really taken off, so now players are really making millions of dollars and ordinary Joe's are like, wait, what? Because they used to not make that much. Right. Because um,
0: unrelatable.
1: Yeah, so it doesn't look good. Uh Ricky never he Ricky also never spent meal money. Like every player when he's on the road gets meal money. Right. Um, sixty bucks, hundred bucks a day. But he just took he's just it. It's just
0: like living in a room framed with like, all these- <laughs> <laughs> per diem? Welcome to the hall of per diem. <laughs>
1: Um, he would just take it and wrap it in a little rubber band and throw it in a shoebox. So after years, he has thousands of dollars in the shoebox. When was the
0: last time you ate?
1: What he would do is go to his old neighborhood, ask the kids, how are your grades, blah, 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 And the kids getting good grades, he'd money too.
0: By the way, if anyone ever asked me what my grades were and I knew money was there, yeah. you would not hear an honest sure, answer. Sure, Really good. Garrett's doing great, Ricky.
1: At the end of the day, he's just spreading, you know, yeah. he's helping out. yeah. Um, that season, the Yankees are rolling very close race until September. And then Billy just fucking implodes. Billy does. Yeah. He does a bunch of, he does a bunch of bad shit in this September ends with, ends with the famous fight with Ed Whitson in the hotel. Right. That you can hear in the Billy, Billy episode. Um, they don't make the playoffs. Now, Ricky has an amazing season. One of the best of all time. And yet the New York press is still writing him Mm -hmm. because he's having the best season. This is the crazy thing. He's having the best season of all time, but complaining he won't put out. Right. He's obviously playing to his top potential because he's having one of the greatest baseball seasons. But he said they can't get over it and they just keep writing about it. The stats disagree with whatever is Which happening. Is so,
0: like, I like to some extent. You're like, yeah, okay. You you've like, yeah, okay. You can write about a storyline for a while, but at some point, you got to be like, look. I mean, He's- <laughs> he can't be twenty four thousand dollars better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so Ricky comes in second in MVP voting. to Don Mattingly, his teammate, okay. and Ricky's yeah, like yeah, okay.
0: Don Mattingly's teammate.
1: Yeah, right. and Don Mattingly is just like an amazing hitter. So yeah, he's right. like, okay, that yeah. guy that guy did did it. He's not upset about that. Okay. If it was a relief pitcher, he yeah. would have lost his mind. Right, right. Um, Billy gets fired after that season.
0: Ricky. I now- just need to take a few things with me when I go. <laughs> my pens, my paper, some of my newspapers. Ricky, get in this box. Uh, Ricky. Ricky, get in the box. Get in the box, Ricky.
1: My upstairs chili.
0: You're coming with me, Ricky. V- Ricky and Billy Oh no no
1: no 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 no, no, no. The
0: two guys who survived Sur- from hitting to button We went quail hunting. No 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 I'm not, I'm not touch you, I'm not touching. We love okay, Bill, you gotta to go have fun and be kinda silly. Ricky and Billy, eating upstairs. No. Chili.
1: Okay.
0: He's Ricky. It's Ricky and Billy. Okay. And, and maybe Billy wears a disguise. And he sticks around the facility. What? Just Ricky and Billy. Billy with a new fake identity. Call him... Gilmerm. What? That's his new. <laughs> Gilmerm? Yeah. You just pretend <laughs> that I belong here. Just Ricky and Gilmerm. I'm not. Stop
1: winking. I'm not going to call you Gil.
0: Gilmerm. And I wear a weird little perm. Okay, it no. It'll me a wig.
1: Can you dig? No, I can't dig. Come on, Billy, Ricky. Bill, you got to go, man. Ricky
0: and Billy.
1: <laughs> Gilmerm. Look, there's whiskey over there. Oh, Gil Merm is
0: an alcoholic. <laughs> uh,
1: so, so now the teams in their division, the East Coast teams, are getting really mad at Billy.
0: Okay. At Ricky.
1: At Ricky, sorry. God damn it. It's okay. I'm here for you, baby. I'm your net. A Baltimore pitcher said, quote, people will be looking for vengeance if he keeps it up. Just it's baseball crazy. talk. It's baseball talk. Crazy. It's just guys talking baseball. It's it's I'm the, gonna fucking kill you! Not the Warriors. That, the Baltimore manager said justice was coming. What are they talking
0: about? <laughs> you were playing baseball. Uh, one of those uh, one of the bases might have a grenade under it if someone's not careful. Justice is you have wronged the sport. Oh, God damn it. Have you ever heard of the unwritten rules? I have, yeah. Well. Time to read them. Okay, nobody's written them down. They're not there. Yeah, yeah, but
1: they're there. You tell them. You whisper them to each other.
0: Well, it's hand gestures. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. Um. By the way, who's that guy with the weird perm? chili chilling in the dugout.
1: <laughs> That's Gil. <laughs> What's his deal? Just throw him some whiskey. He'll he'll scurry under a bench. Hello, it
0: is I.
1: An umpire told Peter Gammons the umpires were tired of Billy, but the fans, Ricky. yeah. Sorry, goddamn it! It's okay. From now on, when you say Billy, you mean Ricky. Yeah. Um, but the fans love the show he puts on.
0: Also, hey, umpires, I apologize. So what? You're like, you can't be tired of a guy. No. That's not your role. No, your it's role. Not your is role. to be like, yeah, unbiased and balanced. Yeah, and you then know we hate of the players,
1: and they're getting more mad because he's a draw. He's what the fans love. Right. Like, like uh, that even makes it worse to them. And he he made time for the fans. He he would talk to them during games. He'd talk to them when he's getting ready to bat. He'd carry on conversations in the outfield with the fans. That's like, amazing.
0: Do you imagine, that, oh, like... Oh, players
1: that do that are great. That like, is Like, it's so best. fun. You have a running thing with a player, it's, well, it's so amazing. fucking fun. Yeah. Um. Uh, they would yell for him to do the snatch catch. Like, they want to see all the hits, right? The next season, Ricky's on fire till June, and then he pulls a hamstring. Hmm. Then he... Came back too early. Yeah, bad. Re-injures it again. Yeah, he's out for another month. Rumors start floating, saying he could have come back, but he chose not to. Who's floating these? Then Steinbrenner. So if you uh, we haven't done a Steinbrenner episode yet, but Steinbrenner would just trash talk the, his own players constantly. Interesting. So Steinbrenner tells the press the manager wants to trade Ricky because. The manager thought Ricky could have played through the injury. Crazy. So just totally, he, George never really liked Ricky. George, I I always thought George was a racist, but um, I'd have to look more into it. But uh, he sounds like a really racist person. Now fans are calling talk radio to discuss if Ricky's actually hurt. This is a guy who gives everything, who is an MVP. Like, they've just turned on an MVP-type player. It's
0: it's also, I mean, you see, it's so so simple. It's the press. Exactly. It's so simple to take over the minds of the public via the press.
1: This is them getting back at him for that first day. Yeah, right. The city's turning against him. Then the Daily News called him the most overrated player In Major League Baseball.
0: He's hurt. Yeah. (laughs) Look at him. Look at his stats from last night. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Look at the day before. Nothing, nothing, nothing. The guy's a quitter.
1: And it's also not just coming from the press. Shit talking is coming from the team. Coaches, players, and the front office whispering he could have played. Crazy. So it's guys on the team who don't like him. They're using this moment, right? His assistant... Is this guy named Walt McCreary. Quote,
0: I'm not a Billy Martin character. <laughs> Hello. You're I'm not? Walt, no, my name is Walt McCreary. Hi, Walt. Hello. I have an extensive background that is not associated with the sport of baseball. Uh-huh. Yes. So uh, I merely work for Ricky, and um, that is all I do. Okay. And I have no previous uh, inter- inter- relationship, or there's no other iteration of me at all. Okay. Uh, my name, I've never been called Gil Herm. Yeah, that's not anything I've been uh, done, doing at uh, doing all.
1: Go ahead. Go Billy? ahead and fire a question my way. Billy, yeah, can you no, yeah, no, No, my name is uh, were the other f- guy. Billy, you were fired.
0: F- fire. I- I'm a man with a very long goatee.
1: Take off the clown mask.
0: What? Who ever said anything about that?
1: Take off the clown mask.
0: Okay, now, here you are.
1: Hey, that's Billy.
0: No. Hi, Look. Billy. Uh, no. Uh, this- Look, Crown Royal.
1: <laughs> so yeah, everyone's turned against him. Um, What's his assistant say? You were about to read an assistant right. quote. Okay. So this is what Walt McCurry said: "Quote, we were in the apartment in Jersey cooking chicken, and I look over, and he's tearing up. He's in tears. He was talking about how nobody were there onions in the recipe. <laughs> he was talking about how nobody believed he was hurt. He was literally tearing up because for weeks he'd been getting his ass ripped." Mm. The only thing uh, things only got worse when the team doctor told Steinbrenner Ricky could play. Crazy. And Crazy. Steinbrenner told the press.
0: Crazy. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> he's stuck,
1: I mean honestly. It's the worst. It's just medically speaking, he's full of shit. Ricky is furious. They're saying he doesn't want to play. Hamstrings are the worst. Yeah. Hamstrings it's are terrible. like so yeah. Upon returning, he has a 10-game hit streak. Reporters came to talk to him, but when they did, they found Ricky had made a perimeter around his locker with athletic tape.
0: Wow. So he built like a murder scene for himself.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. So every day, quote, I said, don't cross this perimeter. You dog me. I don't want to talk about it. I have a couple of good days, and now y'all want to come talk to me? Next day, four for four, three stolen bases, four runs scored. I yelled across the room to Donnie. Donnie, come tell these press people what I did. Do not cross. Y'all kept saying I was faking a chicken or some bull crap. So he's just fucking he fucking built with the wall. He the wall. He's doing regular. He's playing better and better, and yeah. then just being like, no, you get nothing.
0: And also, like that to a guy like that, like the motivation was yeah. through the roof.
1: Yeah. It should be noted that, I, as I said, all these reporters are white. Uh, so are Here the national national columnists uh, there. This guy's lazy and doesn't care narrative, uh, which they're saying is the opposite of what they're saying about bloated, drunk idiot Lenny Dykstra. Mm, nails. Who can do no wrong. They keep saying Ricky won't play 150 games in a season. Lenny Dykstra only did that once in his career. But yeah, but Lenny. You,
0: here's, here's why Lenny is the best. <laughs> Lenny is basically a walking Malibu and Coke with cocaine in it. All right? What Lenny's doing is unbelievable. You want to talk about a hamstring? Lenny Dykstra's on heroin. Okay?
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: He's an amazing player. So I guess he is white.
1: So because Ricky's injured, Harold Reynolds wins the stolen base title. He breaks Ricky's streak of seven straight seasons of winning the stolen base title. Okay. And after the season, Harold Reynolds is at home and his phone rings. I'm excited. He picks it up. No hello. hello, No hello. The voice just says, quote, 60 bases. Man, Ricky got 60 by the all-star break and then hangs up. Hello? Hello? (laughs) Hello?
0: This is Mrs. Reynolds. This is Mrs. Reynolds who picked up the phone. Hello. Oh,
1: that's so good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> who gave you my number? It's like scream. Hey there, people listening to the Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I uh, listen. I have a new podcast called "We're Here to Help" that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. canberra november 17th brisbane november 18th and then i will be in uh sydney on november 24th go to gareth for tickets Garmy, let's get at it after it let's see you there
1: hey uh, i just want to pop in in the middle of the episode hey, gareth i want to talk to you about harry's uh, but uh, uh like <laughs> oh, an aggressive hey uh, we both shave. We shave our faces. I think I shave more more often than you. You and yeah, you shave a lot more often.
0: That's why I was going to say. These Harry's razors last six to seven years if you <laughs> shave a few times a year.
1: That is true. Uh, so we both got uh, shaving and other grooming things kit from Harry's. Thing We got the We got the razors But we also got body wash I got the Redwood scented Which smells like a forest If, if you've been in a forest A dot you have But that's what it smells like And then the other one Can I just
0: ask an overall question Why 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 are you attacking me In a way Can we not just kind of Be on the same page About enjoying What we got I too enjoy the body. Wash.
1: And then the other one smells like stones. It's it's called stone. If you've never smelled stone, this one's the other one smells like stone. You can rub it on your body and you come out of the shower smelling like a stone.
0: It's hard to disprove that it smells like a stone. But it's good body wash, is what you're saying.
1: Yeah. There's hair stuff too. Yeah, there's the texturizing
0: Yeah, and you don't need to put much yeah, you put a little bit in. I put a lot in there and you still get you get next day hold. If you can see me right now, I've got what we call next day
1: hold. Uh, so look, if you want to get, uh, Gareth, if you want to get a, a really nice shave, it's super easy uh, with Harry's $3 trial set. And the, the Truman Shave trial set is a $15 value for just $3 at com slash dollop. Yeah.
0: The trial set's great for attorneys. <laughs> hey.
1: They also have great self-care products, shaving creams, post-shave, balm. I know you like a balm.
0: Yeah. I need a balm. Otherwise, I get rashed out.
1: Uh, so go to Harry's. Check it out. Don't get overcharged for razors. Get Harry's. Get a $15 Truman Shave trial set for just $3 at slash dollop. That's slash dollop for a $3 trial set.
0: Harry's. Don't be Harry. All right. Back to that episode. Everything.
1: So the Yankees hire manager Dallas Green in 1989 and Ricky said quote I don't have to adjust to him he has to adjust to me.
0: Well now that is interesting. Isn't that's it? not
1: going to go well.
0: <laughs> so if he wants to talk to me he can cross through the wrestling ring I built around my locker.
1: <laughs> so Green says I want players to come to spring training on February 23rd. That'd be great if they did, because doesn't sound like spring to me. The thing is, the union's negotiated a contract, so no players have to show up until March first. Right, spring. But he's saying it. Oh, it's volunteer. Vol- you can voluntarily volu- come. Okay. On which November they do all 20th, the time. Which now. some do, yeah, some don't. Yeah. Uh, Ricky does not. He comes on the twenty fifth. He comes two Pretty days good. later. He's still f- he's still five days early. Yeah. By the rules. Yeah. Green said, quote, maybe Ricky can't read. Cool. This guy's cool.
0: <laughs> Loving this guy. Right off the bat. What a great way to handle it. This idea that you're, like, arguing with your players before you get, you know what I mean? Yes,
1: I can't even.
0: There was, oh, th- that seems like it's. It's that, it's maybe similar now in a way, but now players coaches are so much more players coaches. Totally, they're like, like because that's, Yeah, that's how you get like Billy yeah. Martin, for instance. I mean, granted, sure he was maybe you know yeah. popping a few cold ones when he shouldn't have been, but they do you do get more out of them when you're like, yeah,
1: look, I want I want to help you. Steve Kerr is a great example. Yeah, like there's the players, tons of them. Yeah, Andy Reid, yeah, like, there's, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, um, so that happens. And uh, then, so Wade Boggs has, it has been revealed he has a mistress. It's in all the press. And the next thing Green says is, he says maybe Ricky was having sex with Wade Boggs' mistress, and that's why he didn't come on time. That's one of those things where it's like... So you have a black guy, and you've said two things about him. Yeah. He can't read, and he's fucking a lot.
0: But also if you give a little more thought to it, you'd be like, I could probably hurt him a little bit better than being like, well, maybe this woman that Wade Boggs has been having an affair with the Ricky's also having an affair. We're like, what? Buddy, what are you going for? You're like, I don't know, just stuff I sort of heard. I'm kind of spinning it back and not really sure how this, oh, uh, boy. I'm a roast
1: comic. And, of course, the New York Press, totally on board. Totally on board. Such a board. dumb one, though.
0: Well, Maybe just, he's sleeping with Wade Bugs as mistress. Hmm. Maybe Ricky is sleeping with Wade Bugs.
1: It's it's they'll they'll say whatever. They don't care. They'll say whatever yeah. to hurt Ricky. Right. And this is clearly just r- fucking crazy. Racist. And again,
0: their race again. You said was
1: white. Yeah, they're white. Except for one, which we don't want to get into. There's one black woman writer who's in Connecticut. That's the only one who. Covers the Yankees. So
0: it's safe to say that all races were doing this.
1: Correct. Thank you.
0: No further questions.
1: <clears throat> then Ricky is mad. Why? His, he, he's, he's been having this injured year. The press has been talking shit about him. His teammates have been, some teammates have been talking he shit about him. He showed up early. Like the, te- the teammates, the, the, the Yankees, the owner have all been saying he's not playing when he should have. So he's it's mad like at everybody. It's crazy that he's a Yankee. Yeah. And everyone's like, this guy, he sucks. Why? So he drops a new. He says to the, to the one female black reporter that the reason the team did not win last season was because too many players were drinking too much. Yeah, so he says they're drinking too much. That's why they didn't.
0: And he only talk, didn't and he's only talking to her, obviously. Yeah. Right.
1: The players are not happy.
0: You, you mean these surly, over men? He's right.
1: Right. It turns out that, the, that the, the manager had to ban drinking on the plane. They were drinking so much. He's right, but you it, don't talk about internal is, clubhouse. Who does Wade
0: Boggs play for now?
1: Uh, Boston. Did okay. I say Wade Boggs? Earlier. Wade oh, Boggs no, mistress. that was just yeah, the minute. Right. No, no. It's, it's, so he, he, you know, their managers had, had shut off drinking. Like, the drinking was a problem. Right. But the problem is you you're not it. supposed to take team stuff out yeah. in the public. Um, so that's it. He is, in June, he's traded back to the Oakland A's. Okay. Um, a lot of Billy people, Martin
0: buys a house in Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> you already have that.
1: Um, a lot of people in New York think uh, they'll be much better when he's gone. This is the problem. Yeah, but well, you got rid of your best player. Yeah, you, you got rid of the you got rid Except of the problem master, guy. Se- yeah, right. the problem guy. Um, they are far worse. It doesn't help that the two player, two of the three players they got for Ricky were soon convicted of sex crimes against teenagers. One getting fifty years, a fifty year sentence. So Ricky got traded for uh, a kind of okay pitcher and uh, two sex criminals.
0: Wow. Steinbrenner was like, I pulled it off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to own Sing Sing this year, boys. So Ricky now goes to an amazing A's team. They had lost the World Series the year before. The only thing they were missing is a leadoff hitter. And they get the greatest leadoff hitter of all time. Right. Is that going (laughs) to make them better, yeah. Okay. Now, when Ricky was feeling good, when Ricky <clears throat> thought he was going to have a good day, he would come into the clubhouse and yell, it's Ricky time! Interesting. They all thought it was ridiculous and roll their eyes, and then they noticed. <laughs> Whenever Ricky came into the dugout at the beginning <laughs> of the day and yelled, it's Ricky time, he would have an amazing day. He would hit home runs. He would steal like crazy. He knew his body. He knew he was feeling right. good.
0: Amazing. I've done that uh, before sets in clubs. I do it before sex. Yeah. And
1: specifically yell, it's Ricky time.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing that I think has thrown Heather off so much. Yeah, she's crying. She's complaining about that a lot. She that cries a lot. lot. Yeah. yeah, She's a crier. Yeah. I don't know if it's... If she's, okay. she's a crier. Okay.
1: I feel yeah. like it might be a little more... No, it's her. <laughs> Lucky lady. <laughs> um, in the playoffs, uh, they play in the playoffs, and Ricky drove the Toronto team insane. After the, after the second game... Must be
0: confusing playing the A's if you're a Toronto team. Who are we playing today, A's? Oh, God. It's a great premise, and I I, think it's it's (laughs) Gareth time! (laughs) 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 It's a heady premise, but with 20 minutes, I might get it close.
1: Um, so after the second game, a Toronto player told the press, quote, fuck Ricky Henderson. He's a great ball player, but fuck Ricky Henderson. Oh, wow. When Ricky heard that, he said, quote, if you think I'm showing you up, I'm just going to steal more bases. He's in their heads. Right, yeah. He's embarrassing them on the right. field. Toronto players wanted to throw at him. So okay. they, they, they had a team meeting, and they're like, we should hit him with a pitch. The strategy
0: is to. <laughs> Him with
1: yeah, put him on base. yeah, yeah, get him, yeah, on, put base. him on base. Yeah,
0: exactly, smart.
1: But the guy, the one of the best players in on their team, is a guy named Lloyd Mosby, who grew up with Ricky. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, "Yeah, that's not going to bother Ricky." "Quote: You don't understand. You can't intimidate Ricky, especially if it's Ricky time." <laughs> the day before Game Three, Ricky said, "The Toronto catcher of the Toronto catcher." Quote. I don't think he can ever throw me out. If they want to win, maybe they should put someone else back there. Wow. So he's just like, I mean, his fucking mind game is incredible. Like now that guy is off his game. Right. He's just fucking mad. (laughs) The day of the game, Ricky had terrible gas. It's a very interesting thing you're highlighting. He just, it's not Ricky time. He just keeps farting in the clubhouse. The entire clubhouse reeks. One player said Ricky Henderson. they needed to fumigate it. They needed to fumigate from farts? And then he walks up to bat for the first time and points his ass at the catcher's face <coughs> and farts. <laughs> okay. Okay. He clearly ate beans or something. Wait, are he you cle- telling me? He 100% he, did this on purpose. He bean absolutely. Pounded? Yes, he bean pounded, he bean Just packed. To- to fart in the catcher's just he's me. fucking with the catcher on such a level that it is mind-boggling he just crop dusted <laughs> in his little mask
0: the idea uh, Ricky Ricky <laughs> the doubt it's like he's just like everyone in the club is like my god <laughs> and he's like, don't worry it's all leading to something what did you eat garlic and beans <coughs> I'm not feeling great I
1: think I pulled another hamstring. Uh, uh, the A's did Ricky
0: lose. Ricky sprained his ass and uh, is actually out for the rest of the series. Uh,
1: the A's did lose that game, but the next game, Ricky hit two home runs and they won. Ricky had one of the greatest playoff series in baseball history.
0: I would love to see him hit a home run and run those bases. Farting? Yeah. 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 Wow, look at it go, and he's taking the bases. <laughs> <laughs> It looks Uh, like he slid, but he didn't.
1: So the World Series was against the Giants, and it was hit by a massive earthquake before game three. When the quake hit, Ricky was in the clubhouse on the toilet. And he just thought is he the fans. Okay? Is,
0: there, is there like a gastroenterologist? <laughs> he seems to do, do that a lot.
1: He seem to do that a lot before A lot of people
0: think it was him who caused the
1: earthquake. <laughs> well, thought it was the fans getting excited until someone came in and said, no. That's there's, a ma- Well, wow, they're fired players.
0: up out <laughs> there. <huh>? Oh, they're <laughs> cracking some of the walls. <laughs> the stadium collapsed.
1: Uh, they beat the Giants in four games, and Ricky now had his first World Series ring. Wow. Sometimes when stu- when superstar athletes check into hotels, they use fake names. I do that. Uh, just a random name so yeah, people won't do, know who they are. I do Gil Herm. Yeah. Um, normal names. Yeah. Ricky would check in with names Dog like man. Richard Pryor, James Brown, and Luther Vandross.
0: Luther Vandross.
1: <laughs> I, I guess, okay, here's what's
0: weird about that is if, like, someone were to be like, like, it's, it's you should use a random name. I'm staying under Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Uh <laughs> it's so good, Luther Vandross. Uh,
1: so after the season, Ricky's yes, uh, Mr. Brown.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, looking to get some beans. <laughs> some room, room got, a beans. Game,
1: got a game today. Got
0: a game today. Can I get a? Can I get a bucket of room beans? <laughs> yes, sir, Mr. Brown.
1: <sighs> um, so he's a free agent now, and he thinks he should be the highest paid paid player in Major League Baseball. Sure. Um, sure enough, the A's offer him a four-year, $12 million contract. He's the highest-paid player in baseball wow. for 48 hours. Whoa. Then a pitcher gets a $16 million contract. Wow. And then more players sign higher contracts. He went from being paid the highest-paid player in baseball to being the third-highest-paid player in his area code. Wow. After a couple months. That's
0: crazy. So it just this is when numbers are just going up. Well, they because of,
1: they signed him first, right? If he had waited, yeah, right.
0: That's what I mean. Though he so could have gotten won, more like money. the number, like contracts yeah. are just becoming a they're, little. They're more... They're blowing so, up, right, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so Ricky now, Ricky's upset about this. He wants to be the highest paid player. Mm-hmm. So Ricky now, uh, now has his sights on MVP. He would often say, "quote I cannot believe I lost the MVP to a relief pitcher." Yeah, true. <laughs> Rioters, especially in New York, pondered whether or not he would now try, since he had a big contract. Let it go. Just they can't. Let it go. They can't. He's gone. They were wrong. His next season was his career best year. But on July eighth, Ricky's world was rocked. His teammate, Jose Canseco, signed the richest contract ever. He was the first five million a year player. Wow. And Ricky is very angry. Mm-hmm. He's better than Jose Canseco. Right. And he talks to the manager and the GM, and they're like, we'll make it right. We'll figure it out. We'll make it right. Now, Ricky thinks that means, well, they're going to give me more money.
0: Right. They're like, Jose, we're taking away
1: some." It's not. They're, they're that's not like, what, that's they're, what they're, they're saying. They're, but they're, they're, they're not, not going to do, do anything. That. Well, they were going to do something. He just didn't know what it was, but they weren't going to give more money. They All were right. going to, yeah, we'll figure out something for you. Like, you know, <laughs> Yeah.
0: Uh, normally, I'd ha- you'd have a, fo- a like. Uh, want some potato chips?
1: <laughs> we got your free beans. What about that? So the A's go back to the World Series that year, but they're crushed in four games. Um, Ricky finally wins American League MVP. But he is now the 36th highest wow, paid what a player crazy in baseball. year. Yeah. But that happens all the time. A guy it signs does, a contract. Yeah, to, totally. The first contract sets the table for how the other well, contracts for sure are going to be.
0: The, yeah, and then and then you have that. You have players, I mean, it's like, I don't know, mm-hmm. I mean, kind of ego based where you're like, I want to be the highest paid player right. and then they they go, if you sign like a 5-year X amount of money deal within that t- by the time your deal's up, yeah. someone will have a far better Oh, one. For probably a sure. worse
1: player too. Yeah. So, um The ace refused to renegotiate his deal after he wins MVP. Nice. He's like, let's extend it and give me more money. And they're like, no. And Ricky's angry that Canseco is the top paid player because Jose Canseco is actually a guy who doesn't try and doesn't give a shit about baseball. Right. Everybody in the clubhouse knows that. Right. They paid a guy who really doesn't give a shit. He's into the fame and driving a nice car and fucking Madonna. Yeah, but he's
0: doing it the right way. All natural. Right.
1: That's right. He's also fucking packed with steroids. What? I don't My know. My natural Jose? Besides his teammate, McGuire, I don't know if there's ever been, and Barry Bonds, those three, ever been three players more packed with steroids than those three guys. Well, someone cut him open once and syringes just fell out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're ju- him and McGuire were just
1: juice. Oh, McGuire was purple.
0: Yeah. M- Mark, the
1: difference between- Mark, Mark,
0: Mark, Mark, Mark McGuire looked like a varicose vein. <laughs>
1: The difference between Maguire and Cansego was that Maguire tried. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, so Ricky cannot stop moaning to the press about the fact that he's the 36 high-paid player and Cansego is making money. He's right. really focused on Cansego now. Right.
0: Right. It's very awkward.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's very awkward. Um, you having a beer, bud? Yeah, I'm having another brewski. The next season, when Ricky showed up to spring training, he immediately told reporters, I should be in the top five paid players. So he's closing in on the stolen base record. And the A's fly in Lou Brock, because he's about to do it. <laughs> Lou
0: Brock's like, can I, just, can, I, can I just not show up to these?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he breaks the record on May 1st, 1991, 939 stolen bases. They
0: Everyone, s- give it up for Ricky Henderson and Lou Brock, who's <laughs> now on nobody. Hey,
1: second guy. They stop the game and have a ceremony. Mm-hmm. And Ricky makes a speech.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
1: He thanks people, lots Uh of people. And then he ends by saying, quote, Lou Brock was the symbol of great base stealing, but today I am the greatest of all time. I mean, I was on a six-hour flight. This is crazy bullshit. I didn't, what? This is crazy. Lou Brock is standing right beside him.
0: Cool. This guy now is a official nothing next to me. I turned this guy into basically a toenail. Hey, remember remember Lou Brock? I don't. Get out of here. Get him away from me. I don't want to catch loser syndrome. This spot's for greatest people ever. Maybe we put him under the mound where we
1: bury losers. Years later, Ricky would say, quote, after I said it, I knew I'd never live it down. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so people talk shit about it immediately. Yeah. One day the game was about to start, and uh, Tony La Russa, the A's manager, doesn't know where Ricky is. And it's getting very close to starting. Sure. He was leading. It's places.
0: Off. For those of you who do theater, it's places.
1: Now, Ricky is at a point where he would sometimes not stretch, not practice hitting, not do Crazy. anything before a game. Crazy. And uh, so this day he's done nothing. Not warmed up, no batting practice, nothing. And Tony La Russa sends a guy to look for him. And the guy looks under the bathroom stalls and there's Ricky's signature green cleats. He's sitting on the toilet. What's his deal? And the guy tells Ricky, it's game time. You're damn right it is. And he's up first. Quote, he says, oh, shit. And you can hear his spikes against the bathroom floor. And he's running down the tunnel. And he tells me to grab his bats. He goes straight into the dugout, straight into the batter's box. At homer's. Wow. Who goes? That is the... He didn't even look Who at the picture. Who goes pictures. from shit to hit? I can't even... My mind...
0: Like he's been... Ricky
1: Henderson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Wow. Can you imagine?
1: He, to prepare for the home run, he sat on a toilet. Another player... Uh, once came in five minutes before the game started, and Ricky was standing in the clubhouse naked talking to himself. Quote, it's Ricky's going to have a game. Ricky's, Ricky's going to have a game. He's got this. So the player's like, well, I'm going to fucking watch this. Ricky. Ricky. Ricky's going to jerk off. So Ricky keeps talking to himself off. as he dresses. Ricky's putting on his pants. And it's about 30 seconds before the first pitch when he says, quote, Ricky's ready to go, and he walks down the tunnel.
0: Ricky, put clothes on.
1: Without missing a step, grabs his bat, walks up to the plate, doesn't look at the pitcher, <laughs> and hits a home run. What the fuck? <laughs> That's
0: crazy.
1: <laughs> I can't even, if you don't know baseball, I've never heard of a player going up to bat and not watching the pitcher. Right, right, you having get, no clue. Like You what get he, your timing right. down. You see what he's doing. Right. He doesn't, do, he doesn't even look at him. No. He's just like, Ricky's going to do this today. Yeah. That's so crazy. 1993 is the last year of his contract, and he's now just barely in the top 40 paid players. Uh, He's still complaining. He's been complaining the whole time. Right. He never stopped complaining. Right. He said, quote, if you're going to pay me like Mike Gallego, I'm going to play like Mike Gallego.
0: Hey, I'm just living a life.
1: Mike Gallego is his teammate. (laughs) Ricky... Sorry, Mike.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> come on, we're, what the F, dude? Look, you can going to pay me like this shit piece of shit. I'm going to play like him. A- Ricky, I'm trying. You've been, you have bettered skills. you have better skills. You were a more talented person from birth. You were given something I wasn't. I've worked really hard. Oh, and by the way, it's pretty good money. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I started a business with my dad. Like, things are pretty good.
1: Oh, it's so good.
0: Hey, Ricky, uh, I'm over here.
1: Sorry, yeah, I yeah. Mike. I just took a big Gallego. Uh, Ow, oh, Ricky. Pre game Gallego.
0: They see Mike Gallego naked before the game. I'm going to be so so
1: today. It's, yeah, it's, it's another, Gallego time. Another day of no hits.
0: Another day. Another day. I'm going to take it full count, a couple full counts for Gallego. <laughs> it's Gallego time. It's time to get. out. It's time. Let's Gallego.
1: Now, the A's were so exhausted by his complaining and his threats not to play his best being paid so low Mm -hmm. that the GM threatens to suspend him. Okay. And Ricky responds by saying, I want to leave the team. So the GM immediately says he's available for trade. Good lord. And that just makes Ricky more angry. Wow. Some of the A's players have had it too. Um, On a plane, uh, Carney Langford challenges him to a fist fight. I mean. So it's getting really. Also, they're bad now. And this right. is what happens when you're right, bad. Right, right, it's yeah, they, yeah, same right. Same thing with the Yankees. They all start chirping at each other when they're right, bad. Right. It's just. Um, so two San Francisco Chronicle reporters straight up called Ricky a dog. The headline of the story was old dog up to old tricks. Wow. And in the article, they said the A's should include a can of Alpo in the trade. Good Lord. This is a guy who just won MVP. Yeah. It's not like he's playing bad. No,
0: right. He the just stats wants-
1: are fine. Right. They just he don't just- like what he's saying. Right, right, yeah, right. And, he, and it's crazy because, you know, what we just talked about, like you sign a contract, then five years later, you're not the best paid player. But if you think about it, shouldn't there also be a sliding scale? Yeah. And they do do that.
0: They do that a lot in sports now where they'll go, they'll figure out something. I mean, you have that all the time where, like, a player is going to threaten to leave before their contract is up because of X and X. And it's, it is, like, kind of a negotiating tactic. And then you go, all right, well, we're going to put, like, we're going to give you, like, a $2 million bonus or we're going to add money on yeah. your contract or we're going to give you an extension or whatever. You know? yeah, if, you,
1: if you hit this many hits, you'll yeah. get more money if you yeah. get this right, money. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Or they're yeah. incentivized, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that's definitely not happening here. The A's well, manager, he could,
0: if he plays good enough, he could get some Alpo.
1: Oh, big can of Alpo. The A's manager Tony Larusa now starts publicly saying Ricky isn't a great player because great players weren't flamboyant. Crazy. Is that your boy? Is that your boy Larusa there, Aaron? Yeah, Aaron, defend him. Huh?
0: No. Yeah. Is your best friend? You said before the show. You liked those championships,
1: didn't you, buddy? Yeah. Uh, sure Tony, racist. Tony thinks Ricky is choosing not to play his best, which may have been true. Hmm.
0: That I'm going to play like Gallego, hmm. like a loser. Ricky.
1: I think this year. the kids
0: went to camp together.
1: I think this year specifically he wasn't Ricky, but it's also like that, that goes into the thing of like, that happens all the time. Like players just don't like a situation and they don't play mm-hmm. well. The difference is he was saying it. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, That year, when the A's played the Yankees, Ricky hit a game-winning home run and stood at the plate watching it until it crossed the uh, fence. White guy reporter John Heyman—I mentioned white guy, right? I mentioned cranky old white guy reporter—explained why that was wrong. He said it barely cleared the fence, and he, quote, did some major hot-dogging, giving the home run signal as he jogged to first base. So John didn't like— Right. Ricky's behavior. Right.
0: And by the way, it doesn't really necessarily, it doesn't matter at all how far the ball goes if you won the game. It's right. the moment.
1: Yeah. yeah. He won the game. Like if there's ever a moment where you can celebrate, it's when you hit a game-winning home yeah, run. Yeah. I totally get the thing of like if you do it in the fourth inning yeah, and, right. and you're not even ahead, yeah. I, I do think it's fucking yeah, right, stupid. Yeah, right, like whatever. Um, so this gets a lot of attention. So the next day, Ricky hits the ball really hard again, and he stands staring at it, but it's a fly out. Mm. And the Yankees are fucking furious. They're screaming at him. And then the next time he comes up, they throw behind him.
0: That's an interesting
1: move. That's a that's a scare. That's a right. scare the batter thing. You're supposed right. to throw in front of him so he can hit the ball. When you throw behind him, He's they're essentially saying...
0: Watch that ass.
1: I can hurt you whenever I want. Yeah. Right? So... Ricky then hits a home run. Okay. And he stands at the plate for a little bit, and then he runs. Now, there's a baseline. You're supposed to run from home plate to first. It's of a straight line. Sure. And then inside of that is the, the field. Outside of that, for several feet, there's grass, and then there's the other team's dugout. Uh-huh. And so Ricky, you have to
0: run and just you have to run pretty far outside to get near the dugout.
1: you got to run pretty far to get to the dugout. It's,
0: it's, it's on purpose.
1: And so he, he runs real close to their dugout, and the Yankees are squaring at him and calling him a son of a bitch and telling him to get back in the baseline. Ricky quote, "See, you had it coming. You're trying to get me for something because you think I'm trying to show you up. I wasn't." But okay, now I'm going to show you up. Now when I hit one, I'm coming to high five you before I go to first base.
0: (laughs) I mean, he ran through the tunnel and he took a shit in our toilet. (laughs) Son of a
1: bitch. I mean, they they literally can't believe what's just happened. Well, it's also
0: one of those things where it's like if you talk shit and then you get like called, like the actions call you out. I mean, live it. Live it. Yeah.
1: And this is where Ricky's wide trot was born. So now he had the snatch, the the pick, the wide trot, the wiggling of the fingers. He's got a whole array of things that make people insane. yeah, right. Uh, It's now a signature move. And it came from a genuine place. Sure. He didn't like the Yankees. Right. He did not like like how he was treated. They're yelling at him in the dugout Mm -hmm. for something he's already done. Uh, Ricky actually has a problem with celebrations the way they're done today because he thinks they're contrived. They don't come from moments. That's actually my problem with that. Like, I watch players and I'm like, oh, so it's wrestling. So you guys came up with something four days ago and now you're going to do a thing as opposed to you're mad. It's in the moment. It's a right. thing. I, it's, it's so hard to explain to people because people never get it. You just don't like your boy. It's like, no, I don't like when a guy thought four days before, I'll hit home run and then I'll... I'll, I'll put a circle around my eye and run around the bases. You're like, it's so fucking contrived so and like, stupid. It's wrestling.
0: You know, like the, uh, the the thing with the NFL player put a cell phone under the. the
1: I mean, the, it's just like how much time that, did so? you come? How much time did you spend <laughs> Horn. thinking up the dumbest fucking? Joe Horn, could do? when you got it's,
0: a cell phone, everyone was like, "Well, that's a bit brash, isn't it's, it?"
1: <laughs> it's also he
0: activated with AT and T yeah. before this.
1: I mean, Ricky was just doing this stuff because it happens in the moment, which I'm fine with. And I always wondered. I, I until I read this book, I always was like. And I hate it when guys do certain things and he, he explains it very well. Like right. it's not organic, right? It's not an organic moment thing. It's something you clearly thought of way before and now you're doing it. And yeah, that's right. why it always seems dumb to me. Cause it is dumb. Right. Anyway. Um, so, uh, so yeah, he's against contrived celebrations today. Uh, he thinks they're bat flipping just to look cool, to, to manufacture cool, to get on the highlights. He considers contriving style as bad for the game, as bad for the game as the old white guys who tried to stop what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure now there's young there's young baseball fans who are losing their fucking mind. Da, da, talk to Ricky Henderson, buddy. In spring training. Yeah, buddy. In a, a spring training game, he hit a home run and then took such a wide berth that he ran over and high-fived the opposing manager, Dusty Baker. Why did I give him a high-five? <laughs> what the hell was I doing? Do you know who Dusty Baker is? Yeah. Came up with a high five.
0: Oh yeah, right, right. <laughs> That's a tough one for Dusty Baker. He's like, I mean,
1: I, like, I mean, invented. they put it up. I got to go for All it.
0: All right, sure. Here you go, kid.
1: <laughs> Dusty, what are you doing? I mean, I can't, what? I mean, Dusty <laughs> Good is for him. Dusty's a super nice guy, right? Uh, just a shit manager, but a really nice guy. But
0: you didn't have to run the bases with him, Dusty. We were
1: partying.
0: <laughs> Dusty goes to the other dugout.
1: So the A's now as a team are just totally f- cooked. Like, th- the contract they gave Kensego was the end. It did make uh-huh. all the other players right. mad. He stopped trying as soon as he got the money. As the New York reporters wrote, Ricky Wood, Canseco's the guy who actually did, uh, and he was traded. And then a reporter, after he's traded, looks into every Ricky time. Ricky was traded. No, Kensego. okay. And then a reporter looks into every single time Kensego didn't play due to an injury. Mm-hmm. Get injured, be out for a while. And then he'd come back. Right when he came back, Ricky would get injured and go out for the exact same amount of time. Oh, wow.
0: So he's just staggering. He's He's just, just,
1: he's so fucking mad. And he's like, this guy's a piece of shit. Oh, if they're going to pay him more, then I'll do what he does. Right. I mean, it's just... Uh. uh. I mean, you can't, you're just like, what are you doing? But I, like, he's so fucking mad. He can't, he can't control his anger with that shit.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know.
1: It goes, but it also goes back, it goes all the way back to when the team signs him for 10,000 because they know they can fuck over his mom because she's a single mother. Yeah, right. It's, it's a justified grievance. Of watching Injustice.
0: Yeah, I get that. It's cumulative. Does
1: that make sense?
0: Yeah, it does. I mean, you still like I still think there are there are players who would be like, whatever, like I yeah, just to play, play because totally. I like love to play or whatever. But totally. then also there are a lot of players who are hybrid players and business people. Yeah. And then if you add in, if you factor into this, yeah, all that like backstory and history. Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, he's he's pissed.
1: Yeah, he's pissed. <laughs> Um, and white people and get plus, really Kinsenko's mad.
0: Plus, out for most of those games because of sore veins. <laughs> 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 it's a weird injury.
1: Um, so, Ricky is traded to Toronto. He has one amazing Ricky moment in August. Uh, his he, he's icing his foot, and he falls asleep. And Ricky's probably the only baseball player on record. Ricky's going to pass out. Who got uh, frostbite in August. What in the name of God? He missed three games. He got frostbite? How do you pass out that hard? I don't know. It's amazing. Imagine going into the team doctor with that injury. What the fuck happened? Were you on Everest?
0: No, uh, I just uh, passed out with ice on my foot. So um, wait, what? I, I bit my toe off. Do
1: you? Do I'm, you? Do you have the ability to wake up? Are you awake up? I thought up?
0: I did, but uh, anyway. So, part of me is blue.
1: <laughs> blue Jays. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Um. Toronto wins the World Series and. So that's Ricky's second World Series he wins. Sure. When the A's had Only traded-
0: person in baseball to ever be on uh,
1: injury report for frostbite? Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, when the A's had traded him, they were like, we want you back next season. It's like a temporary trade thing because his contract's up right. and you're trading him. Just you know, to get. The team's getting him for just those months yeah. and then he's a you're free agent back. again. Yeah. So the A's sign him again. Um, then his world falls apart. Uh, I'm not going to go too deep into this because it's super convoluted. Um, it 's about money and family it 's crazy, like people being mad, like all this shit. His younger sister accuses him of sexually assaulting her when they were teens, hmm. and then she accused other family members of being pimps. It gets really fucking weird um, it turns out ricky 's estranged dad was the whole time telling the press negative things about him like mm-hmm. it's it 's a it 's a like he, the dad wasn't getting money. It's a whole fucking thing. It's it's super complicated. I'm not going to say she wasn't, but it's, it's a mess. What we do know is he was exonerated for defaming him or whatever. Like he won that court case, but her statute of limitations were up for the crime. Right. So it's here's the bad thing, though.
0: He walked into the courtroom and said, "It's Ricky time."
1: Well, the strike lasted, so the teams went on strike during this, Mm -hmm. and the strike so it's
0: like and the strike lasted a long time,
1: and because the teams were on strike, Ricky wasn't out there every day, and it just kind of went into the ether, and everyone forgot about it about the story. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it just vanished. Wow. You would think the press would love that. Because I would think they love during a dead spot. And yeah, I also right? think
0: during a dead spot of the sport, you'd be like, "This is like salacious or whatever." But I
1: know? do think it was like there were lawsuits going back and forth. Right. She's accusing the whole family of things. The right. dad's involved, which is super sketchy. Yeah. Um. So it's like I think a lot of people just couldn't figure out what the fuck to make of what was happening. Right. Uh. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Um. Like he was like like they were like paying. Giving her money, and then She's she didn't get good grades hush- in school. And oh. he said, "If you're not getting good grades, I'm not going to pay for this." Like it's it's all this shit. Okay, like he's basically paying for tons of family members to you know he's got all that have lunch their money. houses and stuff, whatever. Um, so anyway, uh, I'm not going to. Yeah, it, that's that's just fucked up and uh, whatever. Any anytime anytime a player is accused of sex crimes, it's they always it's you know. It's Kobe Bryant. It's all this shit. It's just like. It's a lot. They bring in the PR, right? Right. And so you don't know. You don't, like, it's just a, a garbage dump at that point. Um, Ricky's now been playing for 13 years. Okay. And uh, that's when a lot of people retire. Sure. It's when, I mean, the guys that he played with are now retiring. Um, And he signs in 1995 with the San Diego Padres. And this would be the beginning of seven teams in seven years. Okay. A a lot of players, like I said, retire. But he's filling a hole. There's not a lot of great leadoff hitters. Right. And Ricky, quote, that's how it would go. You need a boost? Get Ricky. You close to winning? Go get Ricky. So he now realizes, because he's getting to that age where he's thinking about the end of his career, the memorabilia people don't like him. Uh-huh. His value as a memorabilia guy is much lower than the value of other players, Weird. even though he restricted his signature. That's one thing Willie Mays told him: don't give away your stuff because right. they're going to fuck you on the salary. Right. So he Willie Mays told him, uh, don't sign shit. Like he only Wait, this is a
0: contract.
1: He only signed like twelve bases in his entire career. Oh wow! Like he just didn't. So he wanted his signature to be more valuable, but now he it doesn't matter. Oh, well, you're not beloved by a lot of people. Right. So your value's less. Right. So he decides to start working on his reputation. Um, He opens up more. The memorabilia world starts to come around. He's doing corporate events where he tells stories and makes everybody laugh. And he calls himself Ricky, does all the stuff they want. Um, But. People like the old stories of baseball because the sport has become more boring and homogenized. Mm-hmm. Not like today. That, well, the characters don't exist that existed back then. Right. There aren't Ricky Hendersons and, you know, whatever else. Right. It's, it's, you watch, like, college players now, and they, they come out of a PR factory, and it's just like, hey, tell us what happened out there. That guy gave you the evil eye. Yeah, man, we just want to win, and we, we want to work for the team. It's certainly not Bryce time. Yeah. I mean, the NBA is the opposite. The NBA is like, have at it, guys. Yeah, Everybody yeah. have fun. You don't like that guy? Tell him. And it's the most popular sport. NBA is great. It's very yeah. obvious how you should do this. The yeah. baseball is doing the opposite. Right. They're like, what if we make the bases bigger? It's like, why don't you let them be human beings?
0: Make the bases bigger? They
1: made the bases bigger this year. What? So it's easier to get to steal a base.
0: <laughs> They're connecting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a
0: walkway. Um. So. And homes now called an Airbnb. <laughs>
1: And there aren't guys doing snatch catches. Right. Uh, Willie Wilson quote, the game has become so boring. If you steal a base, they give you a damn taco. Right. It's so true. Like when they, when they steal a base, it's like everybody in the stadium gets a oh, taco. I if you go to, you go to the stuff, taco hut tonight, it's just all that shit. You're if just the like, Lakers
0: get 100 points, everyone gets a jack-of-the-box taco. <laughs> like, who's, I hope they get 99.
1: <laughs> but that's their version of like how to bring excitement to the game. Yeah, right. So, it really says a lot about us. It does. It totally does. <laughs> the
0: way that we are now, like, everything's been, like, kind of merged with that, with, like, yeah. food and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Ricky played so long that he was a huge influence and persona to guys who are now playing alongside of him. Wow, yeah. That's crazy. As time went by, his peers became announcers and coaches, but Ricky is still playing. Right. And people don't understand how he's still playing. They cannot fucking believe it. And stories are now flying about Ricky and they were called Rickyisms. isms. Hmm. Some real, some not. Uh, his rep went from being a moody guy and unprofessional to like quirky Ricky. And part of that is because all of those old white curmudgeon guys yeah. were leaving the game. Right. So the guys who are keeping the unprofessional, moody guy reputation afloat are now out are or dying slowly off. going out. Right. Yeah. Um, <sighs> also, careers. His career numbers are fucking bananas. Right. Like he's so good. Stats guy. As stats guys used his numbers to show he is the greatest small ball player in the history of baseball. Hmm. He signed. Yeah, but he was a showboater. <laughs> Ricky, <when> he was all <laughs> <old> attitude. <laughs> He signs one more time with the A's. This is the fourth time. Wow. The manager's, Crazy. the manager's Art Howe. Art Howe's a very nice, gentlemanly type guy. And he starts to suspect Ricky doesn't know his name. Okay. <laughs> he asks the medical staff if that's true, and the medical staff keep track of it. And the medical staff realize Ricky only ever calls Art manager. Hey, manager. The ma- yeah, he never, hey, never, manager. they've never heard him say his name. How are you doing? Look at the manager. He, there's just, there's just some people he didn't care about with names. Yeah. And then there's other people he did. Right. Jimmy Rollins came from Oakland. Everybody knew Jimmy Rollins' dad. His name was Big Jim. Uh Uh-huh. And when Jimmy Rollins came to the Phillies, he, of course, idolized Ricky Henderson. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And he, he he set up a thing where he was in, Ricky always worked out early. So he went to the workout room early just mm -hmm. to be alone with Ricky. And he walked in the room. And he said, hey, Ricky. And Ricky looked at him and said, hey, little James. Hmm.
0: So he- but Is that because he loved him? It's because
1: little what's Jim. important right. to other people is not important to Ricky Henderson. Right. To Ricky Henderson, he doesn't care if you're Art Howe. Right. Oh, right. Ricky Henderson right. cares you're Big Jim's kid right. from Oakland. That's more important. Right. And that's actually kind of how that's better. Right. Right? Yeah. He's an Oakland guy. Right. I, I, so, and Jimmy Rollins is like amazed. He's like, oh my God, Rick Anderson is keeping track of me. Of course he is. Yeah. He watched you. He knew what you were doing in high school. Right. He knew what you were doing in the minors, and he knows what you're doing now.
0: And my name is uh, Sal. <laughs> and
1: it's yet- me, Billy Martin. <laughs> right. He doesn't know the guy in the locker next to him. Right. Because he doesn't care about that right. guy. <laughs> so- Yeah, whatever. It's It's really fascinating.
0: It's it's also like, (laughs) you think you'd just like lock it in at some point. Hey, manager.
1: Some people just can't remember names.
0: I've had that, you know. But Uh, also,
1: how many teams has he played on? How many years has he played? He's just like, how many fucking people are there? Yeah. I mean, I, there, there's guys Manager that, though. There's guys that do it. Like Brian Regan is renowned for coming. He hasn't been to a club in five years. He walks in. He knows everybody's name. Right, he walked yeah. up to me. I didn't see him in four years. And he goes, hey, Dave. Like, and that makes you feel special. Yeah. He, whatever trick he has or whatever he can do, he can do it. Yeah. It does make you feel special. And then there are people who don't remember your name. And people get all upset about it. And then
0: there are the people who like, will like change your name. And they'll like they'll yeah. do this thing where they'll sort of like have yeah. this campaign to change your name yeah. just because they're kind of like a prick. Yeah, and they're you know they'll just kind of like do this like subtly at first, and then they'll turn it into a thing, and then yeah. they'll act like they're. They had nothing to do with it. And right. They were just kind of like they were just like part of the experience yeah. alongside with you and they have no idea how it started, even though they were the goddamn architect of yeah. it from the beginning. Yeah. And they did it. And then they and then they just sort of when you when you recount it, they'll just sort of sit across from you and go, Yeah, 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 hmm. yeah. And like, and you're just sitting there going, like, when is this ass fuck gonna realize? Like, well, I'm talking me, about him, and they'll just keep going, Yeah, yeah. Well, let me say. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me say. Yeah. yeah.
1: I know exactly where you're coming from, Garth.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh the name is Hal Germ or whatever.
1: <laughs> Gil Herm. Uh, uh Ricky isn't stealing as many bases now as he gets older. And pitchers could just throw fastballs by him. He can't hit any those anymore, but okay. he's still Ricky. He's still getting on base a lot. He's still It's
0: not Ricky time.
1: He's still talking himself at the plate. He's still laughing and having a good time in the clubhouse. Okay. But
0: his skills are diminishing.
1: He was old. He gets on base. He could still steal on pitchers who had fast deliveries. But he was old. He failed more, right? But he takes it in stride. He's not bitter. He's not frustrated. You can see a lot of players. I mean, Ronaldo's the greatest example. That fucking shit fit because he can't play any, that well anymore. <laughs> that
0: was so great.
1: Oh, it was just <laughs> like, an incredible watch. You're like, no, dude, you're older. Like, do this gracefully.
0: But I've had so much Botox, you can't tell.
1: <laughs> but that year, um, that year, the team goes to Cleveland. Kenny Lofton plays in Cleveland. He's the new big base stealer. Okay. He's won the base stealing title like four years in a row. And Kenny's out on the field, and he starts talking shit to Ricky. He yells, quote, see that old man on the other side of the field? There's a new sheriff in town. That dude is done. Ricky gets on base. He steals second. He steals third. He scores. He comes back to the dugout and says, quote, if Ricky sleep, let Ricky sleep. What? What well,
0: he's saying don't wake a sleeping giant. Yep. Lofton did
1: not Could get on. Could have been on. a little more clear. Lofton, no, he's about to be clear. Oh. Lofton did not get on base that game, and Ricky wasn't done. He stole 29 straight bases and <laughs> finished with more stolen bases than Kenny Lofton and, and won the steel, stolen base, t- base title again. <laughs> Stupid sheriff. <laughs> uh, yeah. so that's like the most amazing thing of all. He's just like, oh really? I'm old? Okay. Okay. Yeah. And Let's by the this. way, this is a
0: guy who like there's there's those players who like like I was saying, like Michael Jordan in The Last Day. It's like they bulletin board themselves. Yeah. Like they don't need the material to put on the bulletin board, but if you give it to them, it's like, buddy,
1: you, well, have you really made Look a what mistake. you've done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you this is a horrible <laughs> yeah. error.
0: And I took that personally.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine how mad Lofton was watching him oh, getting oh my God. Um, the A's hold a big ceremony at the end of the year. They call it Ricky Henderson Day. They assume he's resigning. He's ending it. It's Ricky Anderson Day. He gives a speech, Mm it's a whole thing. After the game, Ricky says, quote, I intend to play next year somewhere. Hopefully it will be here. He's now 40. The Mets sign him to a two-year, two million dollar contract because he has he gets on base all the time. Yeah, right. He's old, he can't do what he was doing, but But he can still still get on base. And he can still get in their heads. Yeah, right. His reps tell the general manager. To finalize the contract, they ha- he has to have a conversation with Ricky. So, GM quote. He never called me Steve.
0: General manager?
1: He used to call me GM. He'd say, hey, GM, because he doesn't remember names. <laughs> 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 Ricky asked Ricky asked the team what the team would do if he breaks the all-time walk and all-time run record. Uh-huh. And the GM's like, we'll give you a field ceremony, and we'll get you, like, a nice crystal from Tiffany's. Get you some...
0: Tiffany's crystal.
1: And Ricky's like, what's that? And he's like, it's like a glass thing. He's like, what do I want with glass? Okay. Ricky says he wants what John Madden drives, a Madden cruiser, a tour bus. I
0: want a bus. (laughs) I want a tour bus. You know, we'll get you like a punch bowl. I want a uh, bus with cable.
1: GM says no. Okay. (laughs) It's quite an ask. The day he actually has to physically sign the contract. Ricky stops and says he wants more money if he wins MVP.
0: Right before. They're like, all right, take pictures. Here we go.
1: Uh, the, yeah, the GM's like, this has already been all negotiated. We well, all yeah. we negotiated this. Ricky, quote, well, you got a problem because now Ricky's got a black circle around his heart. And the last time Ricky had a black circle around his heart was with the Yankees. And you saw how that worked out.
0: Great energy coming from <laughs> the free agent signing of Ricky Henderson so far. Ricky's got a black circle around his heart. (laughs) Buddy, we are, this, three months we've negotiated this. You don't just get to say that at the end.
1: So the GM says, if he wins MVP, they will renegotiate the contract. And Ricky says, quote, all right, the black circle's gone and signs the paper. Jesus Christ. For a little while, that season, he is so hot, it looks like he might, might win MVP. Wow. Uh, he does win National League Comeback Player of the Year as a 40 year old. Crazy. He hit 315. Crazy. So Ricky and Bobby Bonilla hate the Mets manager, Bobby Valentine. Mm-hmm. And Valentine, they go to the playoffs, and Valentine humiliates Ricky by taking him out when he's in the field, removing okay. him from the game right. when he's in the field. Um, and the Mets end up losing the last game in X Channing's. Some players are crying. They really take it badly. When the Mets come into the clubhouse, they find Ricky and Bobby laughing and playing cards.
0: Hmm.
1: Of course, the press gets, the New York press gets a story, and they go crazy with it, like all summer. Right. Crazy. Um, Some players cared. Some players didn't. Like in reality, teammate Robin Ventura, quote, it really wasn't a big deal. Ricky is a great teammate. He was fun to be around. He loved playing. But Bobby Valentine could not forgive this. And I think, based on what I know about Ricky, Ricky knew this would drive Bobby Valentine crazy. Wait, Ricky was playing cards with Bobby Valentine? No, he's playing cards with Bobby Bonilla.
0: Oh, Bobby Bonilla. Okay, sorry. Okay, right, right, okay.
1: He knew it would make Valentine nuts. They both did, I'm sure. Right, right. Valentine, and then Ricky starts up the next season not playing well, so Valentine tells the GM to get rid of him, and they release Ricky. Okay. A week later, he signs with Seattle. Jesus, God. If you're wondering if Is I'm, he trying to play for every team? I mean, as long as they'll have him, they'll play. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, if you're wondering if I'm not going to tell a John Allerud story, I'm not because it's not real. It never happened. Robin Ventura made up the John Allerud story. What's I can tell that? it at the end. Um, so...
0: Something to stick around for
1: there's um there's actually quite a few fake Rick Ricky stories hmm. there was this really fine line between him being a quirky guy and what Howard Bryant called quote fictionalized menstrual stories that diminished him and u- and and used him to reinforce the black stereotypes oh man so many had spent their careers trying to shed <laughs> wow so. A lot of black players, you know, shake their head at what Ricky was doing. But they also knew that a lot of the blacks, a lot of the Ricky, Ricky says Ricky stuff mm-hmm. is fictionalized. And mostly the people telling those stories were white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you hear what Ricky did? <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's one of those subtle racism things sure. or maybe not that subtle. Um so the stories with, like with that. So many versions. So yeah. What's, it's just an yeah. embarrassment of riches. Um, the stories like that made it harder for black players to have careers post-playing like managers and GMs. Mm-hmm. Like, so they right. can't, they're not taken as seriously right, cause they're, yeah. you know, um, people, people tended to over embellish his talking in the third pl- person. And a lot of black players told Ricky stories, but they did not use the third person because right. Ricky often didn't use third person. Right. He just talked about himself. Um, he did do it a lot when he was fired up. When he came in the dugout and said it's Ricky time. When he's trying to talk to himself a bat. He mm-hmm, did he naked. did times like that. He's naked. Yeah. Um so he did do it w- at certain moments, but not all the time. He wrote a book in 1992 with a writer John Shay and John Shay was immediately thrown off because he never spoke in the third person the whole time they were doing it. Yeah, right. Um, and stories changed. It was like telephone. If you told the Ricky story, then it would go through the, and then all of a sudden he's doing it in third person. Right. Um, so anyway, in 2002, Ricky is 43 and the Red Sox call. They were offering him a $330,000 minor league contract, which means he has to go to spring training and beat out other players to get on the team.
0: Which you would think a guy at this level with this career would be like, no, but I'm assuming you're going to say that he does. Of course he does. God damn, <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine, like, I'm competing against Ricky Henderson? He's
1: 43.
0: 43.
1: And he did. Wow. The last day, he beats out the last player. And then immediately starts complaining about the contract.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to do if I win MVP? Ricky, you are 43.
1: I've got a black circle around my heart. Ricky, you're
0: 43. Your wrist is popping from signing.
1: (laughs) The Red Sox cannot believe what's happening. He tells the media he deserves more. What is co- I mean, this is amazing. He signed the deal, but after he signed the deal, he wanted to call a press conference to complain about it, and the team PR guy had to be like, this is gonna Listen make to me, you look so bad. You, they'll get you, you won't be on the team. <laughs> this
0: is bullshit.
1: He was talked out of it. Ricky just kept saying all year long: quote, man, these guys aren't paying me. <laughs>
0: No, they're not.
1: Uh, no, no. You're 43. Near the end of the year, the Red Sox announced they were going to have a Ricky Henderson day to celebrate his career. How much do I get for that? It turns out he'd actually negotiated a Ricky Henderson, a Ricky Henderson day when he was making all of that shit about the condo. That's what they agreed to. Because it works head. for everybody. It's like, great. It brings in the fans. It's I want like a bobblehead. He wants a bobblehead. I
0: want a mouse pad
1: with my face on it. Well, he also negotiated a car. <laughs> they the would John give Dan him a car. car. Now, he was walking one day with a couple of guys in front office, and he saw uh, the main owner's car, John Henry, some kind of Mercedes, and he's like, I want that. And they said, you want one like that? And he goes, no, I want his car.
0: Ricky, I don't <laughs> Walk you through how this all sort of works and how we incentivize deals. So, okay, you negotiated the deal, do you understand? And you signed that deal. And you don't get to kind of walk around with us like we're sugar daddies and point at things that you want. Now, if that was the arrangement, you don't get to ask for the actual car you're seeing in front of you. It's not a floor model. (laughs) So uh, we took a walk with Ricky, and um, he would like your... Can we have the keys? Can we give... Can we give Ricky Anderson your car?
1: <laughs> so there, there's two versions of the story, and I'll read um, one, but they're all both kind of the same thing. Um, he goes uh, the day of the Ricky day. He, he, he comes to the stadium, and he, in, in the parking lot, in the player's parking lot, there is a brand-new Ford Thunderbird. And Ricky says, quote, whose piece of shit is that? And the lot attendant tells him it's the gift card they're giving him. And Ricky says, quote, Okay, I think I'll give it to one of my daughters. (laughs) Anyway, there's a huge crowd. uh, Ricky Henderson Day. And just like during Oakland's Ricky Henderson Day, he says he's not quitting baseball.
0: How? Everyone's like, please retire. (laughs) Does anyone want to trade
1: cars? (laughs) Quote, I think that I want to play one more year. I can still help a team. But after Boston, no MLB team calls for Ricky. Right. But he's not done. What? In 2003, he went back to the minor leagues in Newark, New Jersey, and Ricky made the all-star team.
0: In the minors?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He agreed to play in the all-star game because he was told it was in Nashville, which is like great food, great town. (laughs) But then he found out it was in Nashua, New New Hampshire, uh, so he didn't show up to the All-Star Game. Not great food, not great town. He didn't show up to the All-Star Game. (laughs) Wow.
0: I should have let him finish when he said Nash.
1: (laughs) Then the L.A. Dodgers called. No. He was back in Major League Baseball.
0: 55 years old.
1: His final at bat, he was hit by a pitch and scored. He started the next season back in Newark. It's a body bunt. So he's in Newark for Newark for a while and then uh-huh. he switches to a San Diego independent team.
0: Independent team? Surf
1: dogs. Surf dogs, yeah.
0: Sur- I think you said surf dongs. Surf dongs. The surf dongs. Yeah. It's yeah.
1: a weird logo. We're like
0: pool noodles. It's a bad logo, but uh-huh. it's yeah.
1: We're the surf dongs. It's a it's a it's a surfboard with a penis. Looks like we're fishing. The next year. He was the sharks got my dog <laughs> the next year. He was still saying he could play in major league baseball and on and on. He finally gave in and retired on July 13th, 2007. Can I have a car? <laughs> Ricky Anderson has the most stolen bases, the most run scored, most game games, led off of the home run and most walks. He was elected to the hall of fame. The first year he was a- eligible and boy, were people excited because Ricky had to give a speech. Oh boy. And he's concerned about the speech.
0: Okay. Oh right, yeah, of course.
1: So, Ricky went back to school. Wow. He went to a community college and an entire class helped Ricky work on his Hall of Fame speech every day.
0: Wow. What what the hell was that class originally supposed to be? I'm sh- Welcome to Ricky Henderson's <laughs> Hall of Fame speech. I'll be your uh-huh. teacher.
1: I mean, the professor was an ex major league ball player, uh, but I think it was probably. I'm like,
0: majoring in Ricky Henderson's Hall of Fame speech.
1: It was probably a speech class. Have you done a speech class? Like you give a speech Clearly every day. Speech yeah, you have class. it. Look at me. Um, so when he gave his Hall of Fame speech, everyone was expecting ridiculous, right? Him yeah. talking about himself in the third person, maybe calling himself the greatest of all time like he had done, but he didn't. He was humble, it was a great speech. And the crowd gave him a standing ovation.
0: Is it safe to say that day he stole
1: some hearts? Don't. You're reaching across the table. You shouldn't be. just want to hold your finger for this. You shouldn't be. Give me one of your fingers. Gil, I need you to leave. Give me... Here's some whiskey.
0: Look... All Gil's asking for him. is whiskey. That's one of Ricky's cut-off appendages.
1: What you really want Can is... Can you
0: get me a Ricky finger?
1: We've done this. All you want is whiskey. I give you whiskey, you go away. I you have a whiskey. problem.
0: The thing I can't have is Ricky's finger. You can't have Ricky's finger. Give me finger. the pinky. No. I want a toe. No, Ricky brush keeps... his pubes Ricky, and give me brush. Ricky keeps... <laughs> give me a comb of I'm his pubes. I'm not giving you pubes. Does he have a mole?
1: No, what Does the have... fuck?
0: Get a mole for me. Please. Earwax? No. Can he spit in my mouth? No. Have him sneeze in my hands? No. Can I sniff his bottom like we're two dogs at the park? Ricky
1: has COVID. Gil has COVID. (laughs) Gil wants Ricky's COVID. Um, So they give him a standing ovation, but Ricky knew the standing ovation was due to low expectations and because a lot of people thought he was dumb. A little while later, the A's retired his number, 24 and there he gave the speech that they all wanted. Quote, I'd like to share a little Rickyism with you. Ricky has tears in his eyes. Ricky has love in his heart for you. Ricky is so very, very humble. And oh, the crowd
0: man. went nuts. Ricky is so very, very humble is quite a sentence.
1: Ricky Henderson has never officially filed his retirement it's papers too with late. Major League Baseball. What is he?
0: Sixty-five. It's not too late.
1: He could probably go out there and get on base at his age. That would be
0: amazing. He probably could. Well, that's what you think about Jordan too. To see, you're like Jordan could probably. He could go for a while. That's crazy. I had no idea.
1: Oh no, his his story is just um, uh, it's just wild, and it's it's wild from the perspective of like, the the racism that is yeah. just throughout the whole story.
0: Yeah, it's almost death by a thousand cuts with it in some ways, where it's just like it's rampant, it's subtle, it's
1: and he and he was warned early on. Like he was good friends with Billy Mays, and Billy right. Mays would be like, "Fuck these guys, they fuck me, they'll fuck you. Yeah. Get what you can. Yeah, don't give don't give those parts of yourself up. You yeah. know, it's pretty um, cool. yeah, well, it's that fun. all works in sports. So great book They're... A lot of different sources. It's so funny going through the sources, you're just like, how much like John Heyman after he retired wrote this big story and it was like, he's a great player, but he'll always be remembered for the bullshit and then listed a bunch of bullshit and you're like, dude, some of those things aren't real. Yeah. You're a fucking right. sports reporter. Right. You fucking know this shit isn't real. I you love know, this and John you're Hay- writing Dave it up. Anthony Feud, Fuck this John Heyman. Uh, that kind of shit. It's just like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we get it, white guy. You're mad. Are um,
0: you're talking about you or... They me. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, we're talking, talking about, about me there. there. It sounds like your Twitter bio.
1: Um, so the book is a great book. It is by Howard Bryant, and it's called Ricky. Um, highly recommend reading it. It's really good. Um, but you know, then there's other sources, which I'm not going to go into, but I'll put them up on What this. is this story you were saying, the the one that you teased? So John Allerud, he goes to, uh he goes to the Mariners in Seattle and John Ollerud is on the team. I'm going to look it up just in case I get any parts of it wrong. So you go see John Ollerud. John Ollerud had had um, a brain aneurysm and so he wore a helmet in the field. Mm-hmm. So up up at the plate and also mm-hmm. in the field just in case he ever got hit. So he uh, he goes up to John Ollerud and he's like, oh man, I knew a guy. Ricky knew a guy. Who, oh, this is what the story is. Ricky knew a guy who wore a batting helmet on the Mets, and he's like, "Yeah, that's me, Ricky." Hmm. Um, we
0: called him "batting helmet."
1: Uh, so that's the famous John Oliver story. Not not real, made up by Robin Ventura right. as a fake Ricky story. But Robin right. n- Robin Ventura made it up, knowing it was fa- like he wasn't trying to convince people. He was just like fucking around. Yeah, just, right. Uh, yeah. Okay, right. Um, but they would stick around. Because it's interesting to see the guys who you'd think would hate him, Buck Showalter, Shul- Shul- like a really rigid old, but Buck Showalter Shul- fucking loved Ricky Henderson's style. Mm-hmm. He's, he's an old school unwritten rules guy, but he's like, no, that guy was organic. That, yeah. guy was, that guy wasn't bringing the unwritten rules. He was using the game to fuck with you, which isn't the same thing. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's very... Uh,
0: well, the unwritten rules is really quite a... Uh, it really is like such a... It's so easy. You know, it's like...
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, gentlemen's
1: rules, and it's, like, it's and well, like I said, it's super complicated. The unwritten rule thing, um, and
0: make a rule if that's a problem you can adjust rules. So well, make a rule.
1: I'm like you're seeing it swing the other way now, and someone's going to get hurt because as much as people don't want emotions to come into these things, if you're uh, you know showing up a guy or like hitting a home run in when you're up by ten to one in the ninth inning. At some point, some guy's going to throw at your fucking head. Like yeah. that—that's why. That's right. one of the reasons it it exists, not to do. And people are always like, "Oh, what a catch! Celebrate!" It doesn't matter if you think someone can celebrate. Mad guy on the mound will hit you with well, a fucking ball. You can't even fart in a catcher's mouth in today's game.
0: <laughs> like that—that that now is like that's just like totally. You know what I mean? Like people think that's gross now. Back in back in Ricky's day, that was like you know. It's uh, you know you just dragon tail on a guy.
1: Yeah, again, you can't fart. It's ra- that's racism you can't fart in yeah. people's mouths. So. Yeah, but yeah, again, all the all the unwritten rule stuff comes down to racism. But like. You know, Ricky's take is the be- Is I think the best take on it.
0: Well, we'd like to invite Ricky on the Past Pastimes, uh, our other podcast. Ricky, if you have any interest, he uh, wants a, uh, he wants one hundred thirty thousand dollars. Well, we'll just uh, we're look we're <laughs> let's talk let's talk about it so. <laughs> as we're about all right all right Ricky, are you rolling on your end? I want to
1: want a motorcycle. All right, Ricky, we like have it's very, he's so he's so uh, fictionalized that. Yeah. Finding out what's true and what isn't.
0: Yeah, as his own. In a well, way, you know, that's kind of a fun game, in it a way, is. you know? It's like.
1: I mean, that's, it's like that it's with like a, a lot of people search. on the dollop. You have to go through and uh, figure out what's real and what isn't.
0: Like a lot of your lore. Yeah. Do you sleep on your eyes and ears? That's Do all. Do you true, say though. it's Ricky time before you fornicate?
1: That's true. What that's, are the, you know? Yeah.
0: Is it true there's two of you?
1: Yeah. That, all the Do I you said. shift
0: around like you're Saddam Hussein from house to house? Yeah. A lot of people think that that's true. Yeah. Yeah. True, sure you have an 11th finger. Are you hooked up to breast pumps when you get home? Yeah. Do you sleep in Matrix goo?
1: Yeah. You know, there's a lot of that stuff. The only thing I want not have is a Snapple.
0: That's, we don't bring that, that's not a bit for the, that's, that's a Patreon bit, my friend. We're not going to do that. No, thank you. And Snapple's a delicious beverage. Quiet. Aaron, of... cut it. Cut it. Makes cut it. You, makes cut you, it now. Makes cut it now. Makes cut, you cut it. pee black. Cut it now. Cut makes it now. Make you black. Cut it.
1: Cut it. Cut it.